In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Would, would, would all of us be as enthusiastic as Autumn is about the reading of the Holy Gospel? Well, in front yards, in neighborhoods close to us, you can see mountains and mountains of people's lives in the front yard. All of their stuff is just completely cleared out, piled up in front. I've been in homes where you can see right through the home because all of the sheetrock has been taken out and it's just sort of a skeleton of a home. Last week's sermon, I had three basic points in response to our experience of Harvey. And if you haven't listened to the sermon from last week, I think that it would be worth your time to do so. But the first point was simply that we are people going through a traumatic experience. And we have to name that and claim it and make provision for ourselves and others that we are in fact going through a traumatic experience. The second point was just a reminder that God loves us and cares for us and is with us. And the third point was is that God loves us and cares through us through our participation in reaching out to others. One way that God loves and cares for us is that we reach out and care for one another or someone does that to us. Well, continuing on uh, looking forward into the future after Harvey, I have a few more observations for us to consider. This week, we will face a certain type of temptation. This is not the normal type of temptations that we probably face in general. It is a specific type of temptation, and it is this. As we return to our work, as we return to our school and our routines, all of which are good and we must have, and certainly moms are in favor of getting back to school, but as we return to our routine, we face the temptation to return to what was normal if we're not still scooping up our lives into the front yard, we would in fact turn back to what was normal before Harvey. But I submit that we can't. We cannot do that. Especially we shouldn't do that if normal life was a return to a life that is self-focused, self-centered. We have to resist that. A life where we have no time, no focus, or funds going outside of ourselves or outside of our family unit in order to help others. If normal meant no giving, no serving, no thought of others, being closed off to even saying hello to someone else, or acknowledging a waiter or a checkout person, a worker or a neighbor, if that's what normal was for us, we cannot go back there. We must not go back to normal. Now, I realize that that doesn't apply to everyone, but however that application is for us, and there's application for your rector also, because if I'm 
a little worn out, I can go through Kroger and not say hello to anyone. And that is fine with me. But if Harvey and our experience of all of this need, all of this fear, this upheaval, this lack of security, this pain that we know that our neighbors and our fellow parishioners and our community is experiencing, if Harvey has taught us anything, it is this. People matter more than stuff. People need each other in much deeper ways than we have been open to. And God does amazing things if we can step out of our comfort zones and connect and serve. And we have seen God doing amazing things with the most unlikely pairs of people, groups of people, people that would never be together probably, normally, have been together working, serving, caring, loving one another, and it has been absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Well, we have this temptation to go back to normal, to close in on ourselves, to not reach out to others, but we have an opportunity. We have an opportunity, given what we've seen, what we've experienced, what we know from our friends in our community, what we're going through, we have an opportunity to open our heart, to open up our lives, to reach out to someone, to consider everyone in Houston to be your neighbor. Imagine that. What if we could just widen our horizons, widen them past our own neighborhoods, and just widen them with the wide circumference of Houston and say, Everybody in Houston is my neighbor. So I'm going to say hello. I'm going to greet someone. I'm going to reach out to someone I don't know. And I'm actually going to smile. Now, after Harvey happened, there was a spirit in the air where people were saying hello to one another. People were being gracious at intersections. You know, there was a lot of goodwill in the air. But we know that that goodwill is going to collapse on itself unless we by the spirit take the opportunity to continue that goodwill, to continue that spirit and begin to continue to get out of ourselves even if we're introverts. And I'm right on the borderline between an introvert and an extrovert if you didn't know that. So plenty of times I would rather not say hello. But we have this opportunity to get out of ourselves. And I've been practicing it ever since Harvey happened. And it is amazing what you find. Streets that people normally just walk right past each other in the morning. People are saying hello and they're smiling and, you know, just a human activity. And I'm telling you, if you will actually cross through the fear and the anxiety and say hello to someone with a smile, the reception that you will get 98% of the time is amazing. Because what could be an awkward or fearful situation is all of a sudden uh, opened up completely 
and someone knows that they don't need to fear you, that they're not going to be judged by you, that you are open to them, and that you're actually smiling at them, and the reaction that I've been getting just sort of sort of like a trial that I've been doing in my own neighborhoods and the people that I happen to be involved with has been amazing. I think we are called as Christians just to be that humane, that civil, that Christian with everyone we meet. We have an opportunity to simply reach out and touch someone else even in the most brief, small way, is not insignificant. Our bishop, Andy Doyle, in his book, A Generous Community, Being the Church in a New Missionary Age, reminds us that a key and essential ingredient to the discipline of Christian life is that we are inconvenienced by the work of helping other human beings. Christians believe that serving our neighbor is the way in which we incarnate God's love for all people. And that is certainly true. Now, I'm not talking about large sums of money leaving your checking account to go to the Harvey Fund. I'm not talking about working for three weeks, sludging and demolishing homes until you're completely exhausted. If you can do the large amount or you can do that sort of work, that's great. I'm just talking about one-on-one interaction and communication, one human being to another, seeking their good. I'm just talking about love. Well, I want to share a sign with you One of your fellow parishioners, I was in their home on Friday and delivering some of the dehumidifiers that we had been uh, given, passing those on. And of course, they've just lost everything. I mean, absolutely everything. And uh, uh, as I left later, I got a text from the mother of this home and she sent me a picture and it was a small picture. I couldn't see it, but I read the text and then figure out what had happened. She had received a sign. And this was the sign. As they were in her kitchen demolishing it uh, into small enough pieces to get into a wheelbarrow to take out into the front yard, a total stranger that she did not know that was working in her kitchen uh, knelt down and showed her a piece of a black granite countertop. And on that black granite, granite countertop was definitely a cross. A cross had been there for a long time and made an imprint there. And this cross was about an inch and a half, almost two inches uh, going both directions. And the mother said, I cannot think of anything in my entire house that would make that imprint. But there it is. And I'm thinking, well, maybe A cross floated from a neighbor's house over to your house and landed on your kitchen counter. It could could be that. Who knows how it got there? But she took it as a sign. And this is what she said. I have always, since Harvey, I have always wanted a sign that everything will be fine. And I finally received it on that piece 
of countertop. Isn't that beautiful? The cross is the sign of God's love for us, his care for us, his future for us. And we need to remember that. Just remember that cross. We are safe. We are secure. We are loved in Christ. And our life is hidden in God within the Holy Trinity. The safest, most secure place to be is in Christ, in God, within the Holy Trinity. Whether you're in Texas, whether you're in Florida, whether you're on the other side of the planet and an asteroid is coming towards planet Earth, it doesn't matter. The safest, most secure place is to be hidden in Christ, in God's life and love. Because our life has a time limit on this planet regardless of where we are, what's going on around us. And so it reminded me of that beautiful hymn, St. Patrick's Breastplate, where it says, I bind unto myself today the strong name of the Trinity by invocation of the same, the three in one, and one in three. Christ be with me, Christ within me, Christ behind me, Christ before me. Christ beside me, Christ win to win me, Christ to comfort and restore me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ in quiet, Christ in danger, Christ in hearts of all that love me, Christ in mouth of friend and stranger. The best place to be is in Christ, in God. Because it's there that we are totally safe and secure within God's life and love. I'm convinced that Christ will strengthen all of us to face the temptation of the coming weeks to get back to normal as soon as possible. And if you are someone who can't physically do a lot of work, there is one thing that's so important that you can commit to. And that is praying for those who are in this process of recovery, who are doing the work, praying for those who need to get back on their feet, praying for those who are in the path of Irma. Prayer can be a significant contribution to recovery efforts. Secondly, I believe that Christ will live in us and carry his love in and through us as we open up our hearts and don't close back in and we continue to love and to serve our neighbors. And then third, Christ will continue to reveal his love and his care for us that our future is secure in him. And if you need a sign, ask for a sign. I believe Christ will even give you one. Amen.